This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steamy Glicker, and in this week's episode, they continue their scouting. Two days left, and then it's time for the Great Casino Heist. So, the big news this week is that we have a new YouTube show, myself and Mark, that we are doing live every single week. Right now, we are doing it on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, and it is a live show where we'll discuss a topic, and then we'll, you know, answer questions from anyone, and, well, that's pretty much the show. We're always going to talk about something RPG-related, whether it's D&D or Pathfinder or just role-playing games in general, and we'll also probably sprinkle some video games and board games in there as well, but we're just going to talk about gaming in general. And kind of what makes our show different than other shows is, unlike other shows, not that I'm putting down other shows, but most shows are done by fans or press or actors, you know, which is fine. But the nice thing in our show is that you'll have two professionals. You'll have Mark Seifter, who, you know, really doesn't need any introduction, and myself, who, believe it or not, I actually have a pretty extensive background in gaming. Mostly video game design, but video game design and role-playing game design and even board game design, they're all sort of like hand-in-hand. -hand. There's very similar situations. In fact, when I was starting out my career, I was doing a lot of websites and multimedia and educational learning and things like that. And the only field that was even close to what I was doing, and this was like 25 years ago, was video games. Because video games was the only field at the time that dealt with everything I was dealing with. Because back then, you'd say like 25, 30 years, everyone was just coming out with pretty basic computer programs. There was very little animation, no sounds, no graphics, no video. Very rare. I mean, if you look at the stuff back then, we're talking like DOS. I mean, it was it was garbage. But I was coming out with full motion CDs. Remember those? Remember CD-ROMs? Full motion CD-ROMs with video and animation and sound effects and voiceovers and all these gaming elements. And no one had any information on how to manage that. So I went to video game conferences and pretty much everything they used to do to manage a video game is what I learned and I did in my day job. And then from there, I actually got into doing video games for companies like Disney and Scholastic and Nickelodeon and MTV Studios and Sports Illustrated and Girl Scouts of the USA. And you get the point. So that's my background. I also have a business background from this point of view. So, so that's what we're going to be talking about on this show. We're going to try to give you more of a professional angle as to why things are done certain ways and give you the reasoning why things are done. Because often you'll hear, okay, why did they make this feat this way? Or why did they build this class that way? 
And 99% of the time, it's not what you think it is. It's almost always a game balance or a business reason. I'll give you a perfect example to give you a sneak peek of the show. So when World of Warcraft first came out, way back, I think, was it 2004, and there was a big, big problem. It's that they had the Horde side, and then they had the Alliance side. And three to one people would play the Alliance side rather than the Horde. And it was a big problem because way too many people were playing the Alliance. And they had to fix it. And they did the research and it finds out that, especially in Asia, that no one wanted to play humanoids. Like trolls, which were actually added at the last second, they added trolls. No one wanted to play trolls because they were so ugly. No one even wanted to play orcs. Like, these were just the ugliest, grossest races, and no one wanted to play them. And the two most popular races were humans and elves. Those were by far the most popular. So when they came out with their first expansion, they came out with these blood elves. And why did they come out with them? There's all these reasons, and they had like, oh, it's the lore and this and that. No, it had nothing to do with lore. It had to do with the fact that they needed to get people to rebalance the game and get onto the Horde side. And if you check out all the images, those Blood Elves are super sexy, and they're the perfect mix between elves and humans, and they were always wearing incredibly skimpy clothes, and they made the men incredibly beautiful and handsome, and it worked. It actually worked quite a bit, and they also made them really powerful. I remember I played, the first thing I did was I became a Blood Elf because they had great abilities. They were probably, at that time, the best race in the game, and sure enough, it helped. It, did, it never really got to full balance until many, 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 many years later, but it definitely helped curb the tide because it was just getting out of hand. There was just way, way too many people playing Alliance, which is the weirdest thing because when I started playing the game, I actually played with the WoW devs and the server we were on was the only server in the world where Horde overwhelmed the Alliance side because all the Horde materials were built after the Alliance materials. So design-wise, they were much better because quite frankly, all the Alliance side stuff was built first and they weren't really in the groove and knew what they were doing. So all the devs were like, don't play Alliance, play Horde because by the time we did Horde, we knew what we were doing and the quests are more interesting and the city's more interesting. And in general, it's just a more interesting path, which was even more ironic because everyone was playing Alliance, but the Horde side was way more interesting because of the development process they did that second. Anyhow, that's the type of stuff you're going to find out if you listen to the show. You're going to get all the inside baseball, all the dirt that you just don't find out from, well, any other shows probably because they don't know, but we do. So check that out. It's going to be every single Tuesday right now. We might change the time, but right now it's Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific. Just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com and you too can check that out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to show notes. Show notes real quick. Don't forget, if you want to listen to the show live, you can. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com and you too can join us live whenever we're doing the show. Ask us questions, watch us, make fun of us. It's a great time. In addition, now that we have Mark on board, I'm going to try expanding the Patreon offerings. After he gets his bearings, I'll make sure he helps out with the Patreon and we'll get some more goodies to everyone. Also, don't forget, check out the Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You can chat with all of us, chat with me, chat with Mark, chat with any of the other players. 
you can play games there. You can chat with everyone in the Discord. It's a great time. Lots of people having fun. Of course, as I said before, check out the YouTube channel. You can check out our Twitter. You can check out our Instagram. You can check it all out. Just go to rollforcomma.com. All the links are there. And then finally, don't forget, Jason has a weekly column where he goes through every single episode all the time. And you can find that at rollforcomma.com. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you found out that you need to attend a festival, break into, excuse me, infiltrate a casino, steal a key, find your way into the secret vault, get into the vault, find the lockbox, Open the lockbox with your key and the key that you're stealing. Get whatever in that lockbox. Then give the key back to the guy who owns the casino and then get out without anybody knowing during a gigantic festival that takes place in two days. No problem. Gonna be a piece of cake. Sounds like a suicide mission. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang. An orc tiefling monk of the crane style. Let's see. You, you did a whole bunch of things to infiltrate. Basil forged documents for invitations to the gala. And maybe he did a good job. I guess we'll find out. It's a secret role. Who knows? Lomang tried to uh, find out some information, maybe get a job. He uh, was chatting up one of the heads of security and might have a lead. Dougie was scouting and did an excellent job finding quite a bit out, so much so that I put it into Discord and it's many pages long. And Gomez, Gomez found out gossip, sort of. I actually put in the gossip in that area. So in Discord, because this is so complex, I wanted to make sure everyone has the same information. I don't want to rely on anyone messing up notes or something, so I just put it all in there. Everything you need to know or have learned so far is in Discord. Right now we have an information about the casino at large. Everything you were able to visibly see in the casino. What information you have about the casino in terms of games, lights, exits, locked doors, not locked doors, things like that. I also put in a couple of NPCs you're aware of and a few other things, but more than enough. Everything that you were able to discover and find out in day one. So you got two days. <laughs> two more days and then the gala will be here and you got to figure out what to do. How do you want to approach this? Like I just thought of something and I'm not sure if we covered this already and I forgot. There's got to be a reason why we can't do what I'm about to say. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez. A goblin elementalist sorcerer. The actual owner of the key that we have who owns the lockbox. That individual. Uh, banned from the casino for life. Oh, banned from the casino. That's why we can't just impersonate them in there and go in there and get it. Banned from the casino for life. All right. And you also, well, when you're going to do it during the gala, the gala is invitation only on top of that. So there you go. What was the answer? Uh, let's see. Basil had an uncle, a rich uncle. Did he? Did his uncle actually have an invitation? I can't remember. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. 
it's his father and his father had an invitation but said he was not going to go so that's what basil used to use to forge your invitations hmm. so you have basically two days a few things you know one you need to secure disguises that has to be done that's mandatory you can probably go back to sergeant olo at edge watch because they have quite the wardrobe so you can use them to help secure disguises you can again maybe try to get a job you can maybe try to store something in the vault so you can get a layout or general idea of the vault uh, dougie did try to sneak in but that looked pretty much impossible to sneak in because you have to go through two cages <laughs> multiple security offices go downstairs to get into the vault so that seemed nigh impossible um to do even if you've somehow managed to succeed in one check there's like another five more you had to do and it's incredibly small you're basically can i sneak into a 10 foot by 10 foot room that has four people in it and a bouncer and no one will notice me and then do it again probably not unless uh unless you like ninja up the ceiling or something uh what else so secure disguises maybe store something in the vault maybe what are the other things you can do More it was gossip. The, the thing that the thing that looked like it was it was they were, they were setting this setting us up for it was to uh join or impersonate or somehow become part of that cleaning crew that oh, right, to clean everywhere in the place and that seems like that if you want to if you want to use a scout if you want to get scouting that's how you do it because because they cover every inch of the place right so the cleaning crew is coming well today the day two so this is the day so someone if they want to try to like figure out how to get into that cleaning crew mm-hmm you do the old Matthew Broderick from War Games, like just sort of sneak in, like, yep, yep, I'm part of the group, yep. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I've read these notes, and like that's he's keeps an eye, like he has he personally lets them in. He has a bouncer with him at all right, times. The, uh, but the cleaning crew, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah. The well, well, the cleaning crew isn't. You, you, we're not trying to gain access or do anything. It's just to to get access to scout and look at every inch of the place. So That's actually true. like like you don't like you don't like you don't pull anything shady, you're just paying it you're just using that to gain access to everywhere so you can see how it's all laid out. Do the scouting thing. Like you do the scout the scout preparation action. I mean it's so tricky because I mean that there's the three objectives like getting the you have to, someone has to get the lift the key off of him, make a copy, and then put it back. Yeah, my my creation is specifically no good for that. Like, like it actually goes into detail about how it's useless. It just it can't, it can't yeah, it can't, it can't be used for anything like that. It's like Can a specific like a spell. thievery thing do it though? That's what I was wondering about. Like, uh, like, like the gray train robbery, right? right? We like we we get access to it, make a copy, and then like and, and, and like make an impression, return it, and then make a copy. Well, the way they did it in the Great Train Robbery is that they acted on his vice and his weakness for the w- women, and mm-hmm. there was a right. There was right, right. There was something like that. He took his clothes off. The guy snuck in, made the copy of the wax, and then that was one right. of the keys. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. This is all. 
it's a, I think it's all incumbent on the person who's actually getting the key to figure out how they're going to get it. Uh, we know nothing about this guy other than what's commonly known, and I don't think that's going to be enough. We know we know he's a badass. I think I think we know as much as we're going to know. Yeah, we're we know as much as we're going to. Yeah, know. we know as as much as. But I think the person who's getting the key is going to have to uh, just suss out the situation. Because yeah, I mean, that, that might we be could you. sit here. That might be you. You realize because you have. You, I think don't you have like a very no, high no, no, thievery? Have who eight, has the highest theory, thievery? I have eight charisma. <laughs> yeah, but who has the highest high theory, thievery? Uh, it's not going to be thievery. Thievery can't be to make to make the to make to the try. copy to make the copy of the key. Uh, that is two man team. Like I go with you. I'm the face man of our A team. And oh, you, that's and that's you. fail or that that's like roll and I think we're gonna have to uh what is your thievery by the way? It's eight I have plus eighteen on thievery. Yeah, I have plus sixteen. It's yeah, th- plus sixteen. There's there's mitigations, there's like um I mean it's around his neck. Cause, cause this no, it's not around his neck. It's it's on a it's in a pocket that's attached to a chain that's attached to a button on his vest. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Um, but there is the steal manipulate action under thievery. You try to take a small object from another creature without being noticed. Typically, you can steal only an object of negligible bulk. Yeah, yeah. You pick you pick his pockets. You make it right, right. You pick his pockets, make a copy, and then return it. Well, is this an impossible thing? Let's ask the GM. Since I've never used thievery ever, because it's really. Um, it's not a uh, safe play. Is this something that's highly difficult, or is this like commonly done by thieves to duplicate a key? Or actually, it might be crafting. Actually, why don't you why don't you ask the captain, and then the captain can help answer any questions you might have. Okay. Uh, hey, captain, <laughs> I'm a master thief, but I don't. I've never used it before. <laughs> so so uh, where where have you been? What? So I see you got a. Like a layout of the plane, we got two days. Let's talk. Let's See, talk. Here, Let's this talk is turkey. the problem, Captain. I don't believe in breaking the law. I study thievery to prevent it, to anticipate thieves, and I don't know what it, how how likely it is for any thief to be able to uh, take this key from his uh, person and potentially make a duplicate of it. Hmm. Making a duplicate is probably going to be nigh impossible because who knows when magic is in the key. Uh, it could be not just the key itself. It could be some runic magic oh, or something else. Oh, it could be magnetic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we can't do that. But when it comes to stealing the key, acquiring it, and replacing it before he's any the wiser, you know, he's going to be there. And if you uh, oh, create a big enough diversion or distract him and you know maybe someone like strikes up a conversation say no more say no more that makes sense okay and uh distract him while someone else does a little uh little skullduggery there and um you know i can't believe i actually have to tell you this you're in a casino maybe if you start laying down some of the big bucks and making a big scene I'm sure you'll get Gage's eye, and that's a, probably a perfect distraction to have him uh, come over when you can uh, pilfer that makes the sense. key. Okay, um, so we are stealing this key. We're not just, like, making a copy of it in wax, because that does make sense, because it should be magical. I, I do want to, well, I do want to draw your attention to, in the heist objectives 
player handout. It does specifically say it make sa- a copy. It specifically says it. First, they must get get the Cage's Master Key parentheses or a copy of it. So there there is potentially a way to get a copy of it. Oh, I didn't say it was impossible. I just said you better have some plan to make sure you can copy that key. Someone who's a master craftsman with tools at the ready. Is that oh, any of you? Any of right, you master right, right. craft? Yeah. D- does anybody have craft? Do any of us have craft? Um, I am an expert in crafting. I'm not master. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Like what? What does that give you? What's expert plus eighteen. That's oh, even plus, better. Plus, plus eighteen is is as good as us in anything else. That's that's good. That I think might be enough, Basil. I think with enough time and effort, you need to do this somewhere. You'll need some privacy, like uh, I don't know, like the bathroom or some other private room, somewhere where you won't be disturbed. As I imagine, it'll take a little bit of time. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's possible for you to copy the key. Another idea is you can just make a forgery and replace his with the forgery so uh by a little bit of time before he f- discovers it i will warn you, you should make sure you replace it though because i guarantee with his connections he'll find out through divination or Wait, some other could, means could we i'm just i'm curious now just mechanically because the great train robbery great movie yep. uh th- they kind of did two things there they stole an impression of the key and then use the impression to make the key at a different location. So, right. so like, would it would it be would it be possible to use thievery to do the wax impression bit like they did in the movie? No, we don't want to do that because it's it could be magical. He's right. It could be magnetic, magical. It could yeah, have I mean, well, any it's all, property. It's all it's all the same. Whether you're making a wax impression and then, in essence, you're making a copy of the key. If you're going to make an exact copy. Whether you get the key, you're going to need the key to actually use it to create a copy of it and craft one to make sure it's exactly the same. So keep that in mind. A wax impression or something simple, that will not do it. Well, here's an idea. Could we, could we, uh, could I, you know, go in like tomorrow and like to open, to, uh, to get a lockbox and so I could get a look at the key. So I know what materials it's made of, because he would have to open like excellent idea. Same sort of lockbox. He'd have to go. He'd have to use his key to open it. Hold on a second, dog. Yep. <laughs> I think that's an excellent idea, Basil. And I could get a look at it, and maybe even use my kind of magic identification to sort of look at it and get a sense of what it would take to craft a, a copy of it. Yes, that's or even a convincing duplicate. Yes, that's a perfect, perfect plan. You could. Bring something of high value, open up a lockbox, get a sneak peek of the vaults, get a sneak peek of what the key looks like, do a little reconnaissance, and then uh, you could see what you're up against. And in terms of stealing the key, um, if the objects in a pocket are similarly protected, it's a minus five to the roll. Mechanically, that's that's what it is. Minus five. So plan on that minus five coming in. Sure. The only thing I'll say is, and, and the captain looks you up and down and says, there's no way you're going to store something in that vault the way you're dressed. You're going to need a A-plus disguise, so I doubt you can do that till tomorrow. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, st- we, we started to work on We started to work on that. Like, like we thought about this last time. Like, we discussed all this. And, and it was, there, there was an angle of 
there was there was an angle of the family connections remember like the 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 you're you're actually you actually are nobility and uh I, I remember we worked on this a bit yeah i could be like i don't know if i want to be me but i could be like a distant cousin of my own family so that i right. know enough of the backstory to be convincing or whatever yeah there's no reason to have a costume i mean just going as a, a well-dressed, you know, noble. You're, you got your family name. You got your fa- family signet. Signet ring is on your hands right now. So that might work. That might work. Well, either way, you're still going to need uh, disguises for the gala because that's only one of you, and you don't want to use your real name and real information. Yeah, I remember, they'll come I, right back to you. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because because I remember we, we we talked about this and we set it up. It was gonna it was gonna be uh, uh, Jason and my guy were going to be uh, nobles. And uh, and get dolled up, uh, and uh, uh, you two guys, the uh, we're going to be our bodyguards, and that was going to be our. Oh, that's opera. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that that kind of settles our yeah. all of our appearance. Right now, one thing in from the notes is no weapons allowed. So well, we well, well that's why we have a bodyguard who's a monk. Yeah, Dougie has a ring that can hide all his uh, weapons. That's true, and I and I am a, a living weapon. No, actually, that's perfect. That totally takes care of us. Yep. And right, right, yeah, yeah, that's actually really good. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, I was thinking about and it. Basil has a sword cane, which for, can for... kind of hide. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dougie, for your uh, you brought that brought this up earlier, and it's true. For for this being a shady operation, I, I have an explanation for that. I the, the it, it isn't so much uh, Ocean's Eleven. It's sneakers. Remember uh, the beginning uh, yeah. of sneakers. What they were is they were a, uh, a a security organization, like security consultants, and they and they would try to break into your place as part of their service to to try to find and reveal your your holes, right? Right. And uh, we are agents of Edgewatch, and we are running a uh, a a, a, a uh, security test. Uh, what we're doing is two things. First. If if we get caught or whatever, uh, instead of like us being ca- tossed to the side, uh, like so much trash because uh, uh, they they have to uh, uh, protect the reputation of, of the thing, that that is what we're doing. We are uh, we, like we were uh, doing a security test on on your operation, and then our superiors, if we get caught, our superiors can decide whether or not to. Uh, Get to uh, let the place know exactly where where their security holes are as a favor to them, and uh, that would have like that would have led us to 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 do this legitimately without without it being uh, without it being committing a crime. Um, I don't understand that, but I'm, that's I'm, if we get caught. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine I, with I would prefer way. we don't get caught. Well, no, of course. I think everybody prefers we because the other thing, the other thing I realize is like why why can't we just go in there with papers? The thing that the explanation that makes sense with that is uh, uh, lots of people in the government also have their dirty secrets in boxes in that place, and so so part of the reason why that place uh, has the reputation it does is because specifically because somebody just can't go in with a piece of paper and open up a box, and in order in order to maintain that uh, uh, that quality of that place, the government uh, has like every all the members of the government have an interest in maintaining the security of that place. And so that is why there like no judge in Absalom is going to give us, uh, is, is going to give us the warrant 
because uh, because kind of the, the the quality of the place is that uh, uh, the stuff is safe even from something like that. And but at the same time, they don't want an atomic bomb in their uh, in their place, and so that's why we're going. That's why they, they can authorize us to go in there and uh, try to get it this way with that. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought. I thought it was like basically we got the moral high ground because the bomb. You know, it's there's there's a horrible thing going on in Edgewatch and we're stopping it. But um oh god, I forget where we were. Uh, we need we need to steal the key. That's Yeah, yeah, that bottom line is yeah, we 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 have to get in there. Okay, yeah. Get let's the, just get that thing this. out and also and also not in any way get caught. Like like, like if, if if even if even it kind of like even if we do it in a way that he'll realize it's missing, even then the jig is up. So, is there a way so we have two days. We're doing things in increments of a day. Is there a way Jason could make the key on the first day, and on the last day, that's when we switch it? Because that's what the three-day uh, thing is. Like we don't have to actually do everything. Well, we're, aren't we on days, day right? two? We're, we're on, yeah, day, you're on two. day two. Now this has to be done during. Now uh, if his key is found out missing or any jig is up, this entire gala will be canceled. It has to be done during the gala. I'm sure you could try to make a copy of the key now, and that would be fine if you wanted to like, try to make the copy of the key or have several copies of the key ahead of time, and just, when you steal it, get it, do a couple of quick whippity-doo changes to make sure it matches, and then, you know, make sure it's okay, and then give it back to him and then use the copy. But the three-day deadline is that's that's... For, that's for research. Everything oh, that, okay. happens right. during the gala. Oh, okay. This is before the gala. Yeah, this is all gala. set up. Yeah, this oh, is set up. This is all set up. Okay, all right. But you right. can remember, set up. Remember, the, remember those edge points we're trying to get? Remember those edge points? This is trying to this is trying to accumulate edge points. Okay. You're going to have... The caper is going to have... In, in three days' time is the gala. You're going to go in right. looking great with your fake invitations. You're going to enjoy the gala for whatever it's there. It's going to be all... The it's all all the top people are going to be there. It's the it's the most important event during the festival. It's going to be quite the scene. And then you got to get the key. You got to sneak down there. Get the lockbox. Get whatever's in there. Get back the key. Get out of there. Yeah, that's why I like making a copy. Because if we make a copy, it's returned immediately. We don't have we don't yes. have to pickpocket the guy. Yeah, twice. we're not on the time clock then. Um... We also need, uh, how long does it take to make a costume? Is that something one person who is proficient in that could do all four? Or is that four no, of us are going to burn? One person is going to need all day to augment their disguises, tailor outfits using high quality materials. However, obviously, if one of you gets a job there, you don't need to do that because you'll be working the gala. So Okay, but let's go back to the question. It's one person for... All four costumes. Okay, all four costumes. Now, I okay. already have my, my high-class costume from a different event that we went to. No, that was not nearly enough. And more <laughs> no. importantly, that was low-grade quality compared to this. Uh, yes, I, I knew exactly. I said that. The uh, the basic disguise from their time at House on the Plains... That's right. House was, on the uh, was, ...was lowbrow. This is... This is uh, the Met Gala you're going to. It's going to have to be a little bit more... It's white tie, not black tie. Exactly. There you need go. Armani. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Uh, how much does that cost? Let's just get to the 
press. Oh, no cost. No cost. Sergeant Ola will do it for you. Oh, okay. So one day. All right. Yeah, one day. Crafting, performance, society. So he can make us things for so he can attend. Um, I I do think someone should try and we should get to the cleaning service. Someone should we should work what we have to work so that one of us can be on that cleaning crew just to get that information. And 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 does a scouting. Do the scouting, scouting, yeah. Because you can scout his room. Maybe we'll find something like, oh, you know, he actually leaves the key on this lamp. Oh, night, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. All right, that sounds good. And you uh, never know. You never know. Um, what 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 check is that? I it can't be society perception um, probably. Yeah, perception to uh, join the cleaning crew. Yeah, well, to join it, the no, for, no for, well for the scouting for the for like for the scouting. Well, I've already done the scouting. You've done as much scouting. I hit a twenty on the scouting. Yes, I think you. Uh, we got to do something gonna, else. Yes, the uh, to get onto the cleaning crew, I believe will. Hmm, you might have to uh, bribe one of them to uh, yeah. replace them. Imagine a good diplomacy or deception, and least a good uh, hundred gold piece bribe would be necessary for you to uh, conveniently take someone else's place. I mean, is it worth doing that, or is that just give us more scouting points, or like how would that work? That's a good question. Uh how many edge points can we get like you know like if we do scouting twice can we get two edge points oh you'll definitely be able to get more points if you uh yeah so you will get more information i mean you got oh, and, oh that's true it gives us information too yes, oh, no, I mean, actually, you... that doesn't give us edge points actually that gives us pluses on chat yes okay so we're gonna put a a, a a fund together everybody pays into the fund so i i don't want to do this individually no Let's, scouts scout location yeah. gives you edge point success gives you one edge point oh okay, okay but I think it's worth it to, to to do the cleaning i mean it should be easy we just show up to the like you know like in wall street like he shows up to the place of business like gets a job as a manager pays right. to bribe someone and he's on the crew that should be easy okay i feel i sounds like a plan's formulating who's doing what day two everyone give me the day two marching orders and then we'll we'll start it out dougie's doing nothing day two what do you mean? You are doing something day yeah, two. Yeah, you no, are. I'm not. A, I don't have a role. What am I going to do? Day two. You're going to join the cleaning crew. No, they're going to get me in the cleaning crew. I don't have no, the no, diplomacy. No, no, the cleaning crew is only. Uh, oh right. Well, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So one person's going to bribe Dougie to try to get him into the cleaning crew, and then he'll join the cleaning crew and scout. Right. Yes, that's the that's the plan. Correct. I'm trying to get a job in the kitchen. Okay, and then. Which I hope would be easy. Basil is going to go disguise, get disguises, correct? Because you know, in real yes, life, yes, I'm going to do costumes. Okay. The one job you could always get is in a kitchen, and you could get it tomorrow immediately. Correct. Kitchen job's easy. Okay. Let's do the easy one first. <laughs> Let's do the secure disguises. Here comes the natural one. <laughs> natural one. He goes over to Sergeant Olo at Edgewatch. And he's like, oh, it's my favorite red squad. I'd like a really fancy hat or two. Fancy hat or two. No problem. Let's uh, let's help you dress to the nines for the floating gala. The finest silks. Secure disguises is not a secret check. You, Basil, get to do it in the open. So let's see. And he brings you over and there's... All the stuff, and it's like we got some fine linens in here. I think, uh, I think the two of us a nice little distraction. You know, secretly, I 
I love how I'm going shopping with Sergeant Dolo. You are. You're going shopping with Sergeant Dolo. (laughs) The dwarf. We're having a a girl's day. (laughs) We're going to go to the spa next. Um, I am slightly better better at uh, society than crafting, so I will use that to make my roll. Okay. Let's let's spend the day sewing and sequining. Go. I'll break out my my bedazzler for this. <laughs> Ooh, twenty six rolled a six. You know what? I'm gonna hero point that. Yeah, oh, the think... bedazzler. I think the battery died. Oh no! Thirty one. It's a little right, better. That's a lot right? better. Still not great. You spend all day with Sergeant Olo. The costumes look fantastic. You get an EP! Success! I don't know what you're going to look at, but everyone looks great. You look that's an EP. That's an EP that can only be used to pass um, oneself off. Marvelous. Yes, one EP to use to help maintain cover identity. Probably be used to counter badly forged documents just in case. You can negate each hey, my other. My documents are beautiful. <laughs> as far as you know, as far as you I know, I will examine my documents and my costumes to see which one I think looks better. <laughs> uh, your costumes look way better than the documents. I'll, I'll tell you that. Olo has a has a knack for this. Olo is the Tim Gunn of the police force. <laughs> next up, uh, let's do. Who wants to go next? We got Lomang. We got Dougie. We got Gomez. Who wants I'll to go. go next? I'll go next. Lomang, Lomang. So you see your buddy. Your uh, your pal, what was his name again? The bouncer. Oh yes, was it Andu Mosey? Andu. He's like, hey, look, you know, I I tried to find out. I, we can get you a job here in about two to three weeks, no problem. You know, we got to do background checks. Two to three weeks. Yeah, we got to do extensive background checks. We got to have references. You know, it's very very hard to get a job here. We can't just have any riff off off the street. You understand, so I understand. Uh, I, I don't want to live on the street, so maybe you could uh, hook me up with something a lot simpler than a bouncer. Like they, they've got to have something in the kitchen, maybe. Oh yeah, they're they're always always hiring new busser servers, assistant cooks. They need they always need help there. The turnover is really high because uh, the chef is kind of uh, kind of a pain in the ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> is, is the chef's last name Ramsey by any chance? Uh, G no, Ramsey. It's, it's close, though. It's close. <laughs> I think it's a distant cousin, but yes, uh, the chef is kind of a prima donna. Yes, so, aren't, uh, aren't they all? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. So, if you could maybe make an introduction, and uh, I, 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 you know, maybe that'll help me. But oh, uh, okay, sure, sure. And uh, it brings you in to to meet the uh, the chef. And Lomang now is now regretting that he didn't spend more time with Sharky studying his culinary ways. Oh, <laughs> after all that, he you're like, regret. you're like, whoops, maybe I should have, uh, maybe I shouldn't have been making fun of Sharky. This I should have given time. him a chance. I should have watched his skills. You're like, oh, when will I ever need to know how to cook? What a useless trait. Oh, how little did you know? <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Okay, you go into the Lucky Nimbus kitchen with your buddy, and it is chaos, chaos in this place. Yep. Even though it's the, literally the middle of the day, and it's not even that, it's not even that, you can only imagine what it's going to be like on the night of the gala. It's going to be bedlam. 
And sure enough, you get introduced to Donala Picaro. She is a human female. And she's just like, oh, who's this? Who's this? And she looks you up and down and says, yeah, it's a big one. Oh, okay. What, what does he want? What does he want? And uh, tries to put in a good word for you. Says you're looking for a kitchen job. And it's like, oh, all right. Uh, okay, what can you do? What can you do? I'm willing to learn. I, I don't can, have time for anyone can, to learn. What can you do? I can I can heft big piles of garbage outside. I can I can bust tables. I can Buster. wait tables. Yeah. Server. All, all right, right. We'll see. We'll out. see. Uh, uh, here. 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 Uh, I can clean. I can wash dishes. Fine. It gives you like um, literally gives you a, a busting tray. And it's like, okay, clean them up. Go, go, go. All right. And I go, go, go. And I can carry a lot. All right. Give me uh, give me diplomacy or society Oof. check. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you have monk speed, man. They should be impressed by that. I do. I have monk speed. And I'm, I'm like strong as a horse. Like, well, yeah. I'm giving you. Uh, <laughs> there's a uh, there. Uh, let it go. Let no, it I'm, I'm actually pretty nimble too. All right. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. We, we, we can't we can't uh, leverage that into an athletic, huh? I'm trying to fix it. Diplomacy. No, don't fix it. I got it. Yeah, I got it needs it. to be fixed. Let me let, let me see if diplomacy or society is good. Hold on, let me see. Got to lead up to it. I don't think society is even on my bar, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna oh, it. it's there. Is it? <laughs> Let's see your society. Oh, it's a negative one. They're both negative it's one. Negative one, and your diplomacy is negative one. Choose one. It's an open roll. It's an open roll. Okay, done. Sixteen! Holy uh, moly! <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. Natural, nice. She she's like somewhat impressed, but you're like kind of clumsy. So she's like, mm. and then she that you can maybe uh, you can maybe fix it using your acrobatics or athletics, if you will. To I'm like, hey, look what I can do! Like that 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 big freaking uh, dumpster you have over there. With all that, all those vegetables, I can move that outside. Watch this. Okay. Oh, you're a master of athletics. Jesus. 25. You rolled a three. Hero point. You did not succeed. Hero point. You did not Hero point. Succeed. You freaking have a plus 22. I'm not. You Hero got point. One. Okay. Let's see. Better roll well. Someone's gonna be uh, someone's gonna be mopping the floors. There we go. That's a nice roll. That's nice. Okay. Critical success. No nice. Less. 39. You went from failing to almost... <laughs> I had this really job. bad pain in my back. Like, oh, wait, did I pull a muscle? Oh, wait, no, no, I can work through this. I got this. She's like, all right, all right. I'll give you a, a job as a, at least a busser for now. Uh, you'll get, um, let's see, for today, we'll give you four gold pieces for work. Oh, wow, that's... It's pretty sweet. Yes, oh, yes. We treat all of our kitchen staff really well here. Now get to work. You got an eight-hour shift. All right. Do I, do I get some? I guess they, do they give me like an apron and stuff. Yeah, they give you all that stuff. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a chance. Yes, yes. Get out of my face. <laughs> okay. Low man, you got an edge point for that. Nice. I like it. Acquire kitchen job. Good job. One edge point. So far, so good. That's two edge points. Who's next? You guys are doing well today. Oh, Dougie will listen. He'll uh, do some uh, gossiping. The gossips. Gossips are good. All right. Gossip is secret. Yeah. It's a diplomacy check. Oh, gossiping is a diplomacy? Okay. 
So we're <laughs> going to find out. Let's see. Because okay. it's like you like walking around. I got minus one to diplomacy. Hey, so man. That's all right. Low no man got a minus one and he still made it. So who knows? Now, do you wish to reroll it? <laughs> no, I, I like it. Okay. Here's the thing. Using a combination of your diplomacy, which was okay, and your perception, which is superb, you were able to pick up on some things by loitering around the casino and talking to people and hearing things. Mm. Do you want to hear what you heard? Yes, I do want to hear what I heard. You've heard that Gage's business is entirely legitimate. As someone who handles so much money and so many secrets must have a share of enemies. So he goes out of his way to make sure everything is spick and span and clean. However, word is on the street that a really powerful wizard recently lost a fortune to the casino. A massive fortune. And he is going to make Gage pay and pay big. Mm. Hmm. You 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 also heard that um one of the casino's pit bosses is actually deeply corrupt and has been uh, skimming off the top. Now that's just a rumor, I tell you. I don't know if that's true or not, but we've been hearing things about that. So uh, now I'm going to be nice. You can continue to investigate one of those two. Which of the two? Do you want to maybe find out a little bit more about? Uh, let's hear about the debt. Good plan. That is cool. It's interesting. Like, yeah, it's like a powerful wizard. Now you don't want to make an enemy of him. Well, you actually do pretty well. You strike up a bit of a conversation with these people at the bar. Something about uh, wizards? What's this wizard? Uh, someone at debt? No, that can't be, can it? Can, can someone actually... That powerful of a gambled away his fortune? No, no. Not possible, can it be? So, after uh, gossiping it up, buying some drinks for your new friends, Dougie, you do that, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Because, you know, loose lips sink ships. They found out there's a half-elf wizard, supposedly. His name was, like... Scatalia or something? Who knows? But supposedly he he like stored something super rare, super valuable in the vault, but he lost all of his money gambling and he unfortunately took a line of credit and he can't get to his uh his vault anymore because he's deeply in debt to gauge. And uh, the relic was uh, the collateral, whatever was in oh, the vault. Nice. So now he can't get to his uh, very, very rare and valuable item that's in the vault. He's in Hawk, and he is pissed. And he's going to make Gage pay one way or another. Hmm. So, he's trying to get in at the same time we are? Uh, all I know is, uh, what we've heard, is that he's going to make Gage pay, whatever that means. Huh. Okay. Uh, all right. And finally, the cleaning crew. 
Gomez Adams. Well, I show I show up uh, right, and I, I like I talk to the people because I'd previously gossiped with people, so I know I know a couple of people, and so I know who to talk to. And I go to that uh, I, I go to the, to the most likely person to uh, uh, present myself to for the cleaning crew, and I have ready names going back to uh, our restaurant work uh, when we were, like three days ago when we were first level. Uh, individuals in the in the murder hotel, like uh, I I uh, I make up a whole resume of uh, of high class establishments where I've done the cleaning, and uh, I say I am the best goblin cleaner you will ever come across. Uh, challenge me, give me give me give me something give me something to clean. I'll have it done in a wink of an eye. Okay, let's see diplomacy or deception. Do you want to re-roll this? Uh, well, which skill am I using? Am I using uh, society, diplomacy, or deception? Uh, you're using diplomacy or deception. Uh, you okay, can I'll, use... go with, uh, I'll go with diplomacy then. Okay. They look you up and down. They say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, but our, uh, our crew is full here. But I'm sure with... Uh, a little bit of pocket change. I say, oh yeah. Well, wait. Watch this. And uh, do you remember uh, who was that guy that sold the uh, the magic sponge on the late night TV? Do you remember him? The Sham Wally. Sham Wally. I bust out. Sham Wow. I bust out Sham Wow. I bust out Sham Wow. Oh my say, god. And, and, and I say, and I say, but just watch this. And I intentionally spill something, staining something, and then I make a big show of cleaning it, and I surreptitiously cast prestidigitation to make it spotless. Tell, and, and then at the end of it, I'm like, show me somebody, anybody on your clean crew that could do that. They could clean something that well, that fast. They, they look at each other and says, well, I hate to break it to you. We, we really don't care that much. Um, that's very impressive. Um, I think you might actually be overqualified for this job. Uh, all right. So then I use my society and try to drop some names and say, like, and say, well, th- this person is good. Is, uh, good well, that's work fine at all. But, you know, and... um, if you drop some money, I think, uh, think we can work out a deal here. Yeah, that's that's the one we had to bribe them, right? That's oh, oh, you want to? Oh, you want to bribe? Uh, all right. So I like I uh, I, I want to dope out with uh, like with society for for a knowledge check of what an appropriate bribe would be, just so I know, so I'm not like asking them. Uh, hundred gold pieces. Hundred gold pieces. Well, we'll we'll give you. We'll contribute to that. At least group loot. Yeah, it goes in the kitty. Comes from the kitty. All right. So I'll cough up the money. Hey, Julio! You uh, you can go to your sister's wedding. All right, thank you, little green dude. And he like runs off. He's like, all right, Gomez, here's the uh, here's the deal, and gives you the uh, the apron and the mop, and uh, they quickly take the cash, and they're like, all right, let's go, go, go. All right, then. So I do I do my job, and I case the joint. You case the joint. All right, let's go up around. Let's get, let's bring you all over the place. First up, you you're cleaning the casino, do do do, emptying out the ashtrays, taking care of all the little knickknacks. Uh, okay, you're going to the stage, and you see this is like little stage here. You go behind the stage. Looks like this is like you know a very small stage just for the casino to keep everyone happy. You go to the ballroom. 
you're cleaning up the ballroom. It's not too messy because it hasn't been used, but they want it to look spick and span because it sounds like this is going to be set up for the gala. You go onto the stage, you go behind the stage, and you check it out. There's actually stairs that go... Um, oh, the stairs go onto the stage. There you go. So the stairs go onto the stage. You check that out. You do a little bit of cleaning. whippity wham boom. Okay, let's go to some of the new places. Storage room. You do a little bit of cleaning in the storage room. It's a cramped space. It's it's uh, where they store everything for the actual uh, gala. You clean out the bathroom. Good job cleaning out the bathroom. You're cleaning out the kitchen a little bit. You see Lomang. <laughs> and they're working my ass off. Yeah, we were like, yelled at. And then you, both of you were like, oh, well, it's a hard day's work. And now quickly you go into the security office. Oh, that's right. So you're in the bottom right-hand corner of the map, if you can see where I'm, I've been moving you everywhere. You see the security office, and sure enough, there's Gutskin. That's the dwarf in the wheelchair with the Warhammer that's like three times bigger than Gomez. And sure enough, you can see that this is um, modest living quarters. This is actually where he lives and works. So it's a combination of the two. Um, and you actually quickly go back into the back room, and you can see like this is his actual living quarters and you uh, you're always accompanied by guards anywhere sensitive you're accompanied by multiple guards at all times and so you see that inside the security office there appears to be a small interrogation chamber which is uh kind of grisly actually <laughs> you look at this interrogation chamber and you know that gnarly things have happened here uh, we'll leave it at that uh just chains and various implements here we'll uh won't dwell on that. Uh, the rest of the space is jammed with cluttered bookshelves, paper spoon desks, wooden chairs, uh, interrogation area. Looks like this is not a place you want to be brought if uh, if you can help it. This is sort of where they bring the cheats. And then you go back and you continue cleaning the floor. You uh, very quickly are brought behind the desk to clean up the cashier area. And then under heavy guard, you're brought to the cashier back room where there's a large round table. And the employees, you see they're counting small quantities of casino's earnings in gold and silver. And you see detailed logs. And it looks like this area is heavily, heavily restricted. Um, guards, very secure locks. All these doors seem to be incredibly um, heavily secured. So you see this area here. This is the counting room where they count the money. Uh, you continue going there. You go to this little room off to the side. This is a little break room. You just go in there quickly. You uh, empty out the garbage and so forth. And it looks like you are done with this floor. To the VIP area! Dun, da, da, da. If you have questions, let me know. You go up the stairs, up to the VIP, and sure enough, you go into the main floor. You quickly, instead of going to the main VIP area, you go to the left, and you are actually in the balcony. This is the balcony to the grand ballroom. And you are, see, this is the five wooden banisters. It's very nice over here. You sort of check it out. You check out the balcony. It's a beautiful area. Looks like it's being set up for the gala. You go over to this other private room. This is the private balcony. 
which is, appears to be south of the main area. And you're like, ooh, little room, little chairs. Looks like weight service here. This is quite nice. And then you go to the main floor. The main floor, the VIP lounge. A black curtain at the top of these stairs demarcates the VIP lounge. Casino bouncer stands by the gap of the curtains, holding a clipboard with a written list of guests allowed through. But you, being part of the cleaning service, are allowed in. No problem. Let's see. The massive VIP lounge is itself the size of a small casino. The center of the lounge is dominated by an incredible bar that features rare and imported liquors and wines. And you see the cheapest glass is 10 gold pieces, and it goes up steeply from there. You also see another bar that lines the eastern wall, and servers meander through the lounge to check on guests and refill drinks. There's also a handful of casino dealers who work here, each stationed at a golem table with numerous chips at hand, although most of the VIPs appear to throw their money around on the oversized bounder table to the north. You see a pair of bouncers patrolling the rooms, but they, uh, they actually almost appear a little lazy. Because this area is, like, pretty well-behaved. This is not the area that you normally uh, have to worry about so much. But so, this is the bar area over here to the east. And sure enough, you go down to the, the VIP bathroom. And each VIP ba bathroom has its individual water closet with its own toilet, wash bin, and water barrels. Quite decadent. Over here, you see, once again, this is the gambling area. And right here, you see that flying chair, a.k.a. the elevator. So sure enough, there is the elevator that goes up to the VIP lounge. And this is actually from downstairs as well. There's two elevators. There's one to the south, and then there's one over here to the north. Oh, I see. Um, so, so, the, so, so the flying uh, chairs are not like something that goes all the way around the entire establishment. There's just elevators, basically. They're elevators. They call the flying chair. It's a fancy word. And actually, it looks like anyone's allowed to use them, not just uh, not just the guards. It was pretty much made for the head guard, since he's in a wheelchair, to help him move around. But it looks like the looks like you're seeing there's a way to use them to get access to some of these areas. You go into these private rooms, and these private rooms cozy private rooms are draped with black velvet muffling much of the sound from the rest of the casino and almost absorbing the light given off by the room's silver sconces each is furnished with a low leather sectional couch a glass topped coffee table and a few fine card tables with matching chairs wide one-way mirror to the west offers guests a view of the casino floor while also ensuring their privacies so you can see out on the west side through these one-way glasses, glass mirrors, to actually see outside. And then you see people here are gambling. And it's extremely high stakes. And you quickly go through and, you know, um, you know, go through here. And then you go into the other room. And actually, this is just, uh, just a meeting here. Looks like people just lounging around and just eating. So it looks like these, these private rooms could be used for pretty much anything, whether it's lounging, eating meetings, gambling, whatever you want. VIPs get to do whatever they want. And then you also quickly go to the storage area, and then you're told to wait a bit because uh, they have to get Gage himself to escort you upstairs to his private 
penthouse. And from all of this, like I didn't miss it, right? Like we, I, I didn't see any uh, uh, apparent access to the vault. You're not there yet. All right. You're not to the vaults yet. So Gage shows up. I got a picture of Gage. There he is. Tall, lanky human, probably in his mid fifties. Impeccably dressed. He's got a a vest. Nice suit. And, oh, look at that. He's holding his key. Look at the key right there mm. on the chain. I do the crafting check based on the picture. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> Saves me a day. <laughs> and Gage, of course, is surrounded by his bodyguards. And he's like, and he actually appears to be fairly nice. Uh, you're kind of a little shocked by, you don't know what to expect, but he actually seems like a pretty decent fellow. You're like, oh, very charismatic. And even you're like, oh, this guy seems okay. Uh, he quickly escorts you up. He's actually quite nice. He's like, okay, uh, come on up. And he brings you upstairs to his private penthouse. So you go upstairs. And let's see. Up the stairs. You... Give me a second. Yes, the southeastern door. And there is a bouncer in front of the door. It doesn't look like it was locked. And you just sort of go upstairs. You see a short hallway. There's oil paintings of the casino hanging on the walls and broad staircase leading to another door. And he has yet more bouncers in front of that door. And then he brings you upstairs into this area here. He unlocks the door and brings you upstairs into his penthouse. And he's like, all right, uh, hurry up. Uh, and then he quickly just sort of goes to his desk and just does some paperwork and the guards are watching you. There's multiple guards. Sure enough, you're looking around the penthouse. Uh, it's not too large. It looks like the whole penthouse is maybe 40 by 30 uh, at most. And his private domicile is a combination of living room, dining room, and office furnished simply but elegantly in black, white, and polished chrome color scheme. The northern and western walls consist mainly of glass, a specially crafted two-way mirror from which Gage can gauge out to his private empire and see everything that's going on in the casino, which you can see. All right, so wait, so there, there is uh, one of those uh, elevator chairs at the top of the stairs yes. that I passed. Yes. And where, where, does, where does that hook up to? That hooks up to this one down here from the VIP lounge. So it looks like there is an elevator that which goes... Where? Okay, so there's, a, there's an elevator... Oh, I see. It goes it, like the, the one that's between the staircase and the bathrooms. Down no, that one goes to this elevator onto um, the VIP lounge. Which is this? So go to. So, okay. There's an elevator in the first floor, and the ad elevator goes to the VIP lounge here. You see where I'm pinging? Here, I'm going to do something to make it easier. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually circle it with colors. That's so here. Do. Okay, which is what I'm going to do. So, like, what links with what? The secret passageway from the conservatory to the library. Yep, yep. that's exactly what I'm going to do for you. Okay, so the red one, that red, see, I just circled the red flying buttress there. Oh, I think I might be not seeing anything because of the fog of war. See where I moved? Do you see this elevator here? Got it. Uh -huh. That red one uh -huh. links to the red one here. Oh, I see. Okay. And then the, does the one and what and about then the, the green one here in the VIP area links upstairs to Gage's room. Got it. Got it. So got it, there's got not it. one elevator that goes everywhere. It's like 
there's an elevator that goes from floor one to floor two, and then there's another elevator that goes from floor two to floor three. All right, all right. So it's like okay. So I guess um, maybe let's continue because I'm I'm just I'm assuming that the vaults are up near his office. That's where that's where it seems to be, but maybe that's wrong. Next, uh, you go around. You see various leather sofas, comfortable chairs, opulent marble tables to fill the space, glass top desk. The southern alcove serves as Gage's private workspace where he keeps probably his ledgers and other information. Um, let's see. Um, yes, he's sitting there working. And then quickly you go into his bedroom. Unlike the rest of his apartment, his bedroom is an ode to comfort rather than practicality. The massive bed's mattress is thick, soft, and covered in fluffy pillows. A tall armoire practically large enough to step inside stands against a northern wall across from which is a walk-in closet brimming with fine suits, wigs, and jewelry. A painting of a seascape on the wall to the east of the armoire is standing in front of you and quite beautiful. You're like, ooh, look at that. Very, very nice. And closet, walk-in closet, and look at that bathroom. Private bathroom, the finest in its class, complete with elegant marble tiles, barrels of specially sourced spring water, a walk-in sauna, and a large bath. Look at that thing. It's it's beautiful, I tell you. Beautiful, I tell you. So there you go. You have checked out his... his uh, his thing, but I, but I still ha- don't have an idea of even the direction of where the vaults are, like what's like like what general, like what floor it's on even. I think I it's on the idea. basement. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, let's see. Gomez, although he gets rushed out way too quickly, thinks there's something fishy about the painting of the seascape. It's Where's the painting? Of the, where's the painting of the seascape? Uh, it was in his bedroom on the eastern wall. Can I take a look? Can, I, can you move me over there so I can get a good look at that? Yeah, it was like right here is the painting. I see. Okay. And and like, I, there's something fishy about that painting. Right. And, and, and am I right that the something fishy is that the lengths of the walls don't match up so there's a secret room? No, no. That's the walk-in closet. That's the walk-in closet. All right. Yes. So so where is oh, the... Oh, sorry. Actually, the, 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 actually, here it is. I, I just drew it on the map. That is uh, where the painting is. Sorry. I see. All right. So I, I have the uh, I have the arcane sight. You know, like is it magical? It's not magical, but you get ushered out way too fast for you to find out. It's like you're like it's not magical, and then you got to get out. So. All right. So I'm making a guess that the the that's the secret door that leads to the vault. Well, guess what? After he ushers you out, time to go down to the vault. So. Oh, okay. You uh, you get brought through. Let's see. This is how you get th- brought through. First, you got to go through the first cage. Then you got to go through the second cage. Then you got to go through uh, security, and then you got to go through these stairs downstairs. And by the way, there's another flying thing over here, and that flying elevator also goes down to the vault. And now you're downstairs in the vault. Let's bring you down to the vault. The vault. Dun dun dun. Look at that. You're in the vault. If I were if I were to hypothetically uh, hypothetically speaking, if there was uh, one of these elevator rooms behind that picture, can I judge where that it's not big enough would... for one of those elevator rooms. Not for the, the picture okay. it's forget it then. It's, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 
Yeah, I know where you're going with that. You're like, these elevator rooms are huge, and they have mechanical like engineering to make the go up and down with these winch and pulley systems. If anything, there might be a vault or something behind the painting. You're, it's like, at most, that's all it is, like a, a safe. All right, but I didn't see anything magic, so it's not like a teleportation. Because it wouldn't make no. sense for him to have, an, have a direct access from his bedroom to the vault. That would make sense. Uh, there is, actually, from what you can tell, there is none. This is the vault. You're in the basement. All right. And you are brought into, not main areas, you are brought into, here we go, you are brought into the security office and holding area. And this broad area serves a variety of functions. On the western half, a flying chair allows you access to the first floor. Sure enough, this is where the bouncers and guards eat, nap, and hang out between shifts. This is their uh, rec room. And there's a lot of bouncers down here and a lot of a lot of guys. And over here is the jail. That's right. The jail. The long hallway to the east is divided lengthwise with durable floor to ceiling iron bars. This is where they uh they put the most egregious people while they wait for the token guard to take them away. And you are brought into that area. A lot of cleaning to do there because these guards are messy. I will tell you that much. You don't get brought into the vault. Uh, you can see the vault. And the vault is down this hallway. Two guards are stationed outside the vault's door. It is a massive vault. And they're like, don't need to clean that. And they take care of it themselves. And then also to the east is the counting room and actually you brought into this room too so this is the main counting room that counting room at the top was like sort of the the initial counting room where they sort of pre-sort everything down here two long counters occupy the center of this room each counter is topped with scales you could tell they have the little stamp from the local church of abadar intricate clockwork coin and token counting devices and they are clockwork where you put in the various denominations and it quickly counts it up for you so you find out you see massive ledgers that fill the oak bookshelves that line the walls and you see a funnel shaped metal chute jouts from the southern wall where counted sums are poured down into the large safe into the vault and you see guards and um and that's it yeah so it looks like this is a pretty slick operation and you have pretty much seen every single piece of this operation except for the vault itself. But otherwise, there's not much left that you have not seen. You got every nook and cranny of this casino. All right. And uh, do, do, am I presented with any insights from this? The insights are that two guards are stationed outside the casino vault door. Looks like nobody can get in. That is not personally accompanied by Gage himself. So this will be an issue. Because even if you get the key, how do you get into the vault? Do I do I make observations that provide one EP? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Alright, so uh, yeah, man. Like I'm seeing a lot of stuff here. Like one thing one thing is I think we definitely want to run that game where we uh, put put something in the put something in the vault. So you know, like because if if it's the case that you're given private you're given privacy to look at your own thing while having access uh, 
to all of the other safe deposit boxes, then hypothetically we can get past all the guards and stuff by accessing our uh, by talking our way into accessing our box, and then when the door is closed and nobody's looking, whip out the other key that we've lifted off the guy to access the other box, and that's how we can get in and out. That that makes sense. I don't see any other logical way to do this without getting caught. I don't see any possible way of uh, otherwise of doing it. Uh, and oh my god, for something that is a non-combat, like specifically a non-combat encounter, a lot of damn battle maps. The whole freaking thing is all mapped out. It's it's insane. Like, there's all of this detail, which I don't understand how any of that detail is going to be relevant to the actual adventure. So, I don't know. When this is up, there's going to be a lot of fighting. Yeah. When but that's, a, but that's the thing. But, but that's the thing. It's like, it's like, as soon as that happens, the jig is up and it's over anyway. We've lost. Well, that's, that's not necessarily true. I mean, there, we could contain fighting, and I'm sure, you know, like... Uh, we knock somebody out, and then we, you know, like say somebody catches us, like opening the vault. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, it, we maybe, could just bop them on the head, maybe, then maybe. close the vault and make it look like nobody was there for the wiser. You know, maybe put a uh, uh, hundred gold in their pockets and hope for the best. You know? Well, well, maybe I mis- maybe I misunderstood the uh, the challenge, but uh, the like the, the, the my understanding is even to the point of we have to make sure that he doesn't realize his key is missing. Uh, there could be no evidence of this t- having taken place at all. Like anything is blatantly obvious as somebody not unconscious and stuck in a closet. It, it, it's revealed that there is a security breach, and, and like, and that that's that's a fail. That's a that's that's a failed adventure. At least at least that's the way I understood. It. Well, if we replace the key before that time is discovered, then we're. I was free. talking. About, I was talking about what we we're saying about if a fight breaks out and there's somebody, if there's somebody's knocked in the closet and closet, like like the, the next day, if there's somebody knocked out on the clo- uh, unconscious in the closet, they're not stupid enough to to. to, to blow it off like it's nothing like it's it, like so, somebody tried to break it well this isn't the only vault though i mean it could be anything i don't know i, I don't care you know what i don't care if it's... yeah yeah it's a little it's a little contradictory like the, there's a lot of there's a lot of combaty stuff here but we're supposed to not have combat so i don't know i don't know what to do the only thing the only thing i can think is that's our angle our angle is uh impersonate uh impersonate gentry uses services to get access to the vault and then when we have access to the vault having already stolen or made a copy of his key use that opportunity to uh to to get the thing out of the other box and then uh and then and then get out do we want to try to run down this wizard at all and see if he's got any ideas yeah that's a thought maybe 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 or he's introducing an outsider a kind of a dangerous risky i don't know he wants to get into the vault also to get his thing so he could wait which which guy the uh the guy who wants revenge yeah Yeah, it's not so much revenge i mean it sounds like he he lost his fortune gambling he he took out a loan from the casino and had some artifact or relic or something in the lockbox as the collateral which now gage will not give him back because that's paying for his debt and he's he's vowing to get it back and revenge and stuff so he he wants in he wants in on that vault to get his property now that's kind of violating the law in a way but 
Because that's not really what we're there for. He could no. He could give us some bonus for getting in. I'm sure he's going to give us some like some, bonus, like some but... super magic, like some super magic that can. Oh do. yeah, teleportation it, magic. I don't know how long is it a day to figure out chase down that lead. Is that is that a preparation? Like how is that played out? Like is that abstracted as well? Yeah, I mean it's a little abstracted. I mean you'd have to find out i mean you found out about this first of all you don't even know if it's true and second you gotta find yeah that's true i mean like what type of check is that to to follow down that lead is that just one check or there are three or four checks that's a full day and that's definitely uh that's social that's all social checks that's literally like following leads that's diplomacy society all day all night yeah uh that's definitely not me or well not me either yeah and and you two have everything uh, scheduled. You know what? It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt. I'm gonna throw it. You know, I'm, I don't care if it's a. If we fail on it, I don't have anything really to do tomorrow anyway. So, I could do that two days. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what? Like, what do you guys? Do you guys have any ideas as to how to actually accomplish it that does not involve a uh, physical confrontation with a guard? Yes oldest trick in the book create a massive diversion upstairs while we run downstairs and all the guards are dealing with stuff oh my god that's so that is such the oldest trick in the book throw the throw a rock over there and, and even that, it's like and, and it kind of it kind of defeats the whole subtlety requirement <laughs> i don't think we should talk about that before we're actually doing it because we'll sit here and talk about a plan and then we'll go there and like that we'll find out oh there's no guards upstairs yeah i was just thinking, I was just thinking if, we, if we had some kind of framework for an idea then we then that would direct us for our last day you know to well to, your to suggestions out, sounded good uh, i think that's i i gotta say i think that's the, that's it that's the only that's, thing I, I, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm following the breadcrumbs and that is where they lead they lead, to, they lead to that old witch's house and i don't see where breadcrumbs are leading to anywhere else yeah I don't know, Basil. What do we you only think? need one trail, too. I don't, I, you know, it's it's. I'd rather have one trail than six different ones to follow up on. I'm just yeah. not sure yet where the opportunity is to get the key without confrontation. It's it's, that, it's that, a that role. Not one. seeing that yet. That one though. That one it's could be thievery. It's just yeah, a role. Like, like it, that could that could literally be as simple as be in his physical present presence and pick his pocket. Right. Like, it could literally be as simple as that. It's like, just be in his physical presence. I make a check. I now have possession of the key. We make the wax copy or do whatever it is. I make another check to put it back. If those two, two, two succeed with the EP points to make them succeed, we, we, we win that part of the challenge. We, win, we overcome that obstacle. Like that, like, that seems pretty cut and dry, actually. But it seems like it's that. It seems like we, we get in his physical presence and we lift the key off of him. Yeah. And that is, like, and that is accomplished by, like us doing social diplomacy i want to schmooze with the owner of the place you know what like when we come in during the during the party like he's going to be hobnobbing and we hobnob mm. right which means that dougie needs to be hobnobbing well i thought i thought you guys were going to be like on the inside like you guys are going to be wearing busboy outfits and being on the inside i am but uh what is dougie doing no but i'm cleaning crew a cleaning crew is just is done it's over yeah no Yes. I haven't over. done it yet. No, it's over. He just did it. Cleaning crew's done. Yeah, I've yeah, done... Yeah, yeah. I've done yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Okay, no, yeah, so. we, had a, we had a whole debate about how to do that. It was very Okay, confused. so you did it. I didn't do great. Right, right. right. You didn't right, do it. Right, okay. Right, right. 
I'm, a, I'm chasing down the wizard. I don't care what you guys are doing. That's what I'm doing. Do it. I love that idea. Go, okay, go, can, go get him. Am go I, are we at the point where we're rolling for that? Uh, well, this is the third day. So yeah. it would be everyone to have to do the third day. And uh, if you are guys, we doing that, though? You tell me that there's three other people who need to okay, do that. Uh, okay, I'm doing so. that right now. I'm chasing no, you're not, down no, the no, wizard. No, you're not. You're not. All right. Okay. Every, it's the third day. What are the other three people doing? I have a kitchen job, and I am also gossiping, I guess. Well, you're just working your job. I was I was going to go in the get the you know get our, get us a, a lockbox and oh right right key. right right that okay, right that's that a good one okay that and one. and I th- I think and I think I'm going with you okay I think why why well, are you going to, to get a lockbox that makes no sense at all like what's the oh to, to get the lockbox I, like I, I thought I was going to fly solo because we didn't necessarily especially now that you were on the cleaning oh let me yeah let me wait let me let me look over let me let me refresh my memory like of our if options. anything you should chase down the wizard if you have nothing to do on the third day hold on yeah hold if on if that's here. even a weird uh, it, it could be fake yeah i don't know if this guy's sharp enough to notice that the goblin from the cleaning crew is the, from the previous day is in the lockbox room let, let, let's let's check our things to do list uh disguises check right right yeah i guess i don't that's know who did we don't, again we don't know how good all these are but it is i don't care they're like we're going down going over to things to do list it's disguises check done yes, accomplished correct. Uh, uh, forged documents accomplished. Check. Yep. All right. Uh, so, so th- like those are two. Okay. So we have our and we and we have uh, we have our cover story, and uh, and I think that's right. So I think uh, I think Basil uh, tries to get access to the vault by uh, under the guise of being a customer wanting to deposit something in the vault, and that like that that that's that's the ne- that that's another check. The, the elite that gets us access to that part, uh, and then we have a little bit of flexibility. And I think that I think with that, uh, right? Because what 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 else is on our things to do list? Nothing, right? Yeah, that's other than chasing down the wizard. That's right. And so then I'm for it. I'm for, I'm for chasing down that wizard. Okay. Uh, like, we, like, we only have one like, day left then. Yeah, and 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 I should I should go with you. Do you what, what's your lore, by the way? I it's all bad. It's all negatives. What what is your lore? Your lore skill. Well, um, You're, you have lore in something, and what is it? I have it's warfare. Okay, you have warfare. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I told you. Why don't uh, Why don't I do try uh, try gain contact on the wizard? Like I try to gain the wizard as a contact to to gain an additional one EP and see what whatever else he can give me because because uh, I could use diplomacy for that. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. And I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe since it's just to give you something to do, Dougie, because your thing is perception, and that's kind of it, or stealth. Uh, do another scout location and scout the, scout out the preparations for the celebration to find out if there's any angle on the celebration specific to anything that might be a, might be abuse. I was led to believe that we've learned everything we can from scouting. Is is that correct? I rolled a twenty. Uh, physically, yes. You've seen everything there is to see more. Okay, so scouting, scouting, check, done. No more Pretty scouting. Much. Pretty okay, much. no more. Okay, no, so no more scouting. Scouting, eliminate that. The only other things are uh, we've six, we, we've done forged documents. We have the forged documents. Check. We've done secure disguises. Check. The only other things on this list are uh, gossip, gain contact, and bribe people. 
And technically, bribe people requires a contact. So that's, I don't know. So maybe bribe isn't even an option. Dougie's going fishing. Right, exactly. I think you're, I think we're, yeah, I think we're done. Like, like unless it's just like a very, uh, like some kind of diplomacy check to find out more gossip or, or use, or use your, uh, I could do another gossip. Skill. I'll go another gossip. Who knows? Right. Or, I might or, find otherwise or to actually get a roll with a bonus, use your lore, lore warfare like we did initially and try to gain a car- contact in the guard and then get a guard that might look the other way if we, if we fail a roll. Okay. I still think gossip's better. It's diplomacy, dude. Your diplomacy's shit. Why don't you go with something that you actually get a plus in? Um, I, okay. Uh, you know what? I don't care. Let's let's do that. We'll go with whatever uh, the uh, the lore. I don't think warfare lore is going to help with this place. I mean, I know is all I know is, I mean, th- there there are skills that are attached to these things, and the only one that matters, the only thing that, that has any kind of angle. Everything else, diplomacy, I find society. Something that's opposite. All right, cool. All right, so maybe maybe just do that then. And well, man, you're working in the the what's the the yep, kitchen. I can get you free food if you come into the kitchen. Okay, maybe I'll do that instead of gossip. <laughs> no, I'm doing gossip. And it's way better than Sharky's. Way better. Okay, so we locked down day three. Can we roll for day three? I mean, we got 13 minutes, so you tell me. Uh you tell me what got. Go- I want to do gossip. I want to do gossip. Does everyone know what they're going to do? Okay, I'm going to take that as a yes. Um, sure. Um, you're gonna go first, Gotham. Yeah, you, you make the roll. <laughs> All right, here we go. I don't even know who has hero points anymore. It doesn't matter. I it, it's blind roll. It's a blind roll. What other gossip do you find out? You find out some stuff. Give me a second. You find out that um, especially after being in the casino three days in a row, there's this this disheveled and boorish man his name is gorbo and he's in the casino night after night his suits they're always stained they're wrinkled his face is pocked with aggravated blisters and warts he reeks of cheap whiskey and yet night after night after night you see him at the bounder table, trying his luck with the dice. And you heard that uh, rumor has it he's actually related to wealthy nobles, which could explain where he gets a seamless, endless gambling money. And anyhow, you also notice that Gage always seems to go around saying hi to everyone, giving everyone a pat on the back, being very personable. But he gives this guy a really wide berth. So you're wondering, uh, maybe he has some dirt on Gage or knows something about him? Who knows, but this guy is definitely sticking out like a sore thumb. Okay, I'm writing this down, so this is good. Other than that, that's uh, pretty much the only thing you hear other than that this uh, the gala tomorrow is going to be incredibly amazing they have been putting out every highfalutin thing you can think of oh one very important notice um during the gala the vault will be closed and no one will be allowed to go in and out to get anything for their lock boxes just ah. 
Now he tells us. And so that's now, it. now I have absolutely no idea how we're supposed to do this. Well, that's good though, because there's no guards. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. It's gonna be one of those improv. Like nothing ever goes right when they plan stuff. Yeah, that's, have that's, to... that's intensely frustrating. You know, it's like <laughs> this whole thing is supposed to be a plan, and then the plan works, it doesn't work, it's complications yeah. and stuff. There's no plan. We we just go in, fucking our asses uh, hanging out, and hope uh, for the best. I'm glad there's no plan. <laughs> there's a plan. The plan is there is no plan. Who's next? Without an attack, there is no victory. <laughs> Who's next? Who's All right, well, next? I'll, I'll, I'll roll my gain contact, but it's choice now between gain contact with the wizard, gain contact with smelly dude. Who do you like? No, not smelly dude. Fuck the smelly dude. No, All right, no. so so, yeah. so I try to make contact with the wizard. I try to gain him as a contact. No no, uh, no smelly cat? Right, that's no correct. Gor- no Gorvo, Gorvo can go home. Diplomacy. Okay. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, good news and I got bad news for you. I'll take the I'll take the bad news. The bad news is you can't find him anywhere. Good news is you find out a lot of information about him though. Okay. Um because he sounds like he's going in hiding. Because he's definitely preparing something for tomorrow night. <laughs> there's a hundred percent chance there's gonna be And that's our end. Something. Oh, that's great! Actually, so so so, 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 so right. So Deus Ex Machina, a fucking Deus Ex Machina Dorian. <laughs> we so get all, Deus Ex Machina so this, at the beginning of the movie. Right, right, right. 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 So, so all of the, all of this stuff is basically not connected to anything. We just needed to show up to the party and we're writing in. Yeah, we're writing right. in. I'm ready. On I'm ready. The, the, the I'm ready. torpedo. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going. I'm going down to see the Goblin guys. Screw the screw the wizard. I'm going to see the Goblin guys. I'm getting I'm getting some pickles. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> All right. You're like, I don't know what's going on tomorrow, but it's going to be a shit show. And uh, we're going to have front row seats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Lomang, you, on the other hand, let's see what you find. I have to work, unfortunately. You guys are you guys are partying it up at the oh, festival. You only got two gold today. You, oh, man. you drop some expensive silverware comes out of your pay. Oh, man. Uh, put it on my sheet, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want every one of those gold pieces. Every last penny. I want every last penny. Um, At the end of the week, I'm gonna put it all on black on the roulette. Yes, uh-huh. yes. You you do find out that there actually are. Um, you actually do find out some pretty interesting things. You find out that actually during the gala, that there is gonna be a very highfalutin auction. Ooh. That is. Everyone who attends is expected to bid. It's going to be sort of an entrance fee for every guest for the floating gala. They have to make a reasonable bid to the Gossamer Auction. It's basically a fancy name for a silent auction. That's going to be conducted throughout the night in a corner of the casino's ballroom. And the uh, money is going to be collected. Some of it is going to help pay for the function itself. And the rest of it will go towards the Sacred Bulwark Foundation, a charity organized by Absalon's Church, Church of Iomaday, to benefit the victims and families from the Fiendflesh Siege. So there you go. So yes, the rich and powerful have to get together to flaunt their money to give it away to those less fortunate. So you're going to find out about that. So there's going to be a big auction tomorrow night. And anyone who attends is expected to bid. Yeah, so that you find out that out. That's interesting. Other than that, um, you should actually have fairly good access 
to the VIP lounge and the floor, but that's it. No one's getting down to the vault. No one's going to the uh, the private area. You also do find out that Gage gets his meals sent up to his office and apartment privately. So that's where he eats as well. That's where he dies. And last but not least, Basil Blackfeather. What are you going to do? You going to deposit something into the vault? Yes, I'm going to pose as Lucius Blackfeather cousin of the Blackfeather family that I'm in town for the uh, Radiant Festival and I heard that a, this is a good place, even more secure than most of the banks. You heard of that thing over in the financial district uh, the, uh, the, with the bank robbery. I, I, I've heard this place is more secure, so I think I'd like to keep my valuables here. Mm, good thing you have a zero on your deception. Oof. That ain't gonna be good. Um, okay. Here's the deal. You show up. They hear this. I'm like, hmm, I suspicious. The day before, we're not really looking to open up any new, uh, any new vaults or lock boxes. Can you come back after the gala? Well, I have a, I have some very important uh, personal effects here. Do uh, you expect me to just wander the streets of Absalom with them? Well, let's see. I mean, they're worth, like, what, a thousand gold pieces at least, right? In that neighborhood, though, I don't know why my personal belongings are exactly your business. Well, we need to, you know, we can't just give these out to anybody. I mean, some of the things down there, we have to at least check to make sure it's not dangerous, like a bomb or something. Trust me, we will have the utmost discretion. Wait, out of character, they literally have a bomb in their freaking safety deposit box. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was a good system. It's a system. It's got some holes in it, let me tell you. Well, sure, surely you've heard of the Black Feathers who run Sylvan Bounty Tobacco. Oh, oh, the Black Feathers, you say? Huh. Uncle, right, well, Uncle Mortimer. M Morty. He's family. Oh, well. All right, well... Okay, the Black Feathers, and I should have just said that. We know who the Black Feathers are. Yeah, you're reputable. In fact, uh, I think the fathers and the mother of the Black Feathers are invited to the Gala, so... Okay, that's fine. Uh, Non-refundable fee of 100 gold pieces to uh, acquire a lockbox, and then um, we'll get Mr. Gage, sign you up, get you a key, and uh, we'll take care of that this afternoon. All right, I will give him the 100. Okay. They take the hundred, they bring you over, and bring you downstairs. Yeah, I was kind of trying to steer guards. it back towards <laughs> society instead of deception. <laughs> well, you did a good job. All right, so they bring you downstairs, and then where is Gage? Do I got a, do I got a token for Gage? Oh, I don't know if I do. Let's see. I got to find him. Quick, I'll just shiv him, take the key down. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, nice. That's, oh, that's a good idea. Bark on my own life of crime. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. I made you guys so huge. As big as you think you are. Wait, here. I actually, I screwed up. You want to see your actual size? That is the actual size of how oh, really? it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, this place is huge. <laughs> I screwed up. I was making you all 10 by 10. Now look at how big you are. This place oh, is. It's funny. It's, it's classic gar... scale. It's it is. Classic, it's classic gar... scale. It's 10 it foot is... by 10 foot squares. It's gargantuan. I mean, it's beyond gargantuan. This, this place oh, is so freaking big 
Hey, Basil, let's make you smaller. Keep Lomang at the current size, please. Hi there, hi there, Mr. Gage. How are you? The funny thing is, I love how Seth's like, I don't get it. Why is this absolutely gargantuan battle map of every single floor and every single thing incredibly detailed out? It makes no sense. I guess we'll find out. Anyhow. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're not going to have to fight anybody. During- no, 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 it's going to be totally oh. fine. So, so, we make, so we make all these plans, and then we show up, and then and then an external force just comes in and starts a fight. And it's just a, I hope. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, no, I didn't say that. There's going to be a lot of things going on. Anyhow. Lomang is a giant among puny people. Yeah, I, gonna, I didn't get time to make you small. I will uh, in a second. I'll stay that size. That's all right. Um, okay. So, Gage uh, presents himself to you, Basil, and as you expected, right. he's a very nice man, and um, he, he looks you up and down, and he says, well, I understand who you are, but um, you must understand uh, the night before such an important event, I can't allow you to actually go into the vault to the, tonight. Um, after the gala and after everything calms down, I'll have no problem letting you go into the vault. But if you give me your item, I'll set you up, put it in the lockbox for you. Or if you want, I'll even bring the lockbox out here. You can put it in if you need privacy. And then I'll go put it in for you with my guards and give you the key. That's the best I can offer you. Um, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. These are Some of these are very important uh, personal papers of a sensitive nature. And I'm a little... I understand you have your protocols. On the other hand, you do seem to have a lot of guards here. How about this? I'll meet you halfway. I'll open up the door and you can watch me. Okay. All right. I I, I guess that's acceptable. I, you are you're a man of a, with a solid reputation. I think that's a fair compromise. I will at least see if I can get close enough to get a look as he's doing this. Yeah. So you can you get right up to the right. You can get right up there. They open up the gargantuan door. The vault door, which is 20 feet by 20 feet. They open it up. There's the guards. He literally goes in. And sure enough, you can see inside of the vault. I'll give you the description in a second. Massive, irregularly shaped vault features dozens of lock boxes, both small and large, along the walls of two rectangular sections. An oversized marble countertop takes up the center of the eastern section. And there's also a western section that you can kind of peek and see over here, but there's just sort of more lockboxes. And you can see that this is definitely an area where not just people's information, sorry, people's belongings are kept here, but this is also the vault for the casino itself. So it makes sense. He walks over, he pulls out one of the lockboxes. You can see him do it. And it's low lighting. It's beyond my range increment. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I can't really? see. No, I was no. joking. Oh, okay, I was like, "Wait a second, really?" Okay, I would uh, hope it'd be well lit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you can see everything. It's extremely I was joking. Okay, yeah, yes. but wouldn't uh, that be a twist? <laughs> he brings over and he hands you the lockbox, and sure enough, it's a small, thin box. He says, "Here you go. If you wish to some privacy, you can put it in, and I'll put it back." Yep, but uh, you know, I'll. I, I have like a little bit of like a little bit of just a bundle of stuff that has some papers and stuff and maybe maybe some gold I, uh, yeah oh wow that's some nice bird seed you got there okay let's put that back in the way and, and obviously I'm going to be trying to get a look at the key as he's using as he's taking it oh I'll let you do that role 
yourself. Um, I, are we going since we're analyzing it in terms crafting. of crafting? I will do it a crafting roll. Correct. What materials it's made of? How big? Whether it seems like oh Ooh, my god, you rolled a five. Ugh. You can hero point that. No, I use my hero point. Give me an extra one. Oh, all right. For being so sneaky, twenty percent chance you roll lower. Let's see what happens. Eighty percent chance you roll higher. Thirty-seven. Hello. All right, I'll take that. You rolled a nineteen. That's unfair. Time to use the villain point. What? <laughs> but he's not a villain. You said he's a good guy. That's actually true. Well, but he's corrupt. Though. I'm that, the villain. He's a, that he's uh, got his own hero points. <laughs> Security points. Well, guess what? I got a picture of the key for you. How about that? Nice. That is what the key looks like. You take a close up, and you actually see the key. It appears to be made out of solid gold with three diamonds in the base of the key. The key alone is probably worth 10,000 gold, 10, gold pieces easy. And you're like, a damn, that is going to be tricky to make look realistic. <laughs> if you're trying to even make a copy of it, it's going to probably cost a small fortune, probably everything you have and then some. Because it looks like somehow the diamonds resonate with the gold to allow it to open. I see. It doesn't appear to be magical in any way. It appears to be just purely really mechanical. expensive. Just very expensive. Sometimes the easiest way to keep things out of the reach of normal people is just to make it really expensive. There you go. <laughs> so you see it and you're like, hmm, got to think about this one. Anyhow, you have a good look. Good enough that if you wanted to make a copy of it, you could. <sighs> Probably not a good enough copy that you could use to open, but at least Yeah, I was going to say, copy. it'd be hard to come up with something that would open the tumblers, but it would Correct. Make, make a copy in terms of fooling, you know, switching them or something. Yes, at least for the short term, it looks like that will definitely be possible. But it looks like it's probably... It might be possible, but it's going to require a hefty amount of gold and materials very quickly. Anyhow, he comes back over. You see him, you know, using the key. He brings you back um, a receipt. He gives you some information about your lockbox. You can come and see it almost 24-7. He does ask that you try to stick to reasonable hours since he is the only one who can open up the box for you. And, you know... He, he does like to sleep at night, but if it is an emergency, of course, if you need it, he will do whatever you need. Um, the lockbox and the vault will be closed tomorrow for the um, the gala, and he gives you your key. I assume my key's not nearly as fancy. Oh god, no, not even close. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just sell that and retire. No, nah, it's it's a, it's a nice key, but. Obviously, your key is... Because uh, his is a master, and yours is just like, you know... No, no, I gotcha. Um, but you got a lot of information. I mean, you got to look at the vault. You got to look at the key. You got to look at the procedure. You got as much information as you probably but are the get. Are there numbers that would sort of... Do we have any information as to where yeah. our, lo our lockbox would be yeah, in, it looks in like, relation? Yeah, yeah, the numbers. You'll be able to, you'll be able to find your lockbox within minutes. That will not be a problem. So. Okay. That was the other thing I sort of wanted to keep an eye out for. Okay. I think you guys are in pretty good shape. You guys have 
pretty much done everything you can do. I actually can't think of much more you could do. It sounded like three days wasn't a lot, but yet you kind of ran out of things. To we do just don't days. have a plan, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> well, next Monday, is the, the shit hits the fan one way or the other. It's going to get interesting. Loman, you're you're back to normal size. There you go. Oh no, I want to be. So this. so my my uh, internet went out during that. Uh, what I miss? <laughs> you missed the whole paper. I managed to get a decent look at the key, but it's gonna be kind of expensive to reproduce. So and we can since we can't get into the box during the gala, anyways. So it might be the good old smash and grab. But we might. I'll have to. We can get into it next time. How I mean, get a specific amount of how much it would cost to make such a thing. Correct. You might be able to replicate it. We'll see. Um, what you missed was important. Is that there was no magic, and in fact, the key seems to basically be built around gold and diamonds. And the easiest way to prevent other people from using this key is just making it so damn expensive to replicate that no one could afford it. That's a good method. It's a very good method. It's like one of these like simple but effective. Oh, it stops all <laughs> those uh, low-level players fishing for a twenty. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like you literally don't have the gold. It's like okay, yeah. how do you how do you replicate it? You can't. Hmm. Maybe you guys are level ten and you do have resources. Maybe you can figure something out in one day. Basil feels no problem. You can make a copy to fool him for a little while whether or not you can make a copy that will work eh, that's iffy yeah we can make a sleight of hand like you steal it and i and i at the same time put the fake one on him something like that Mm -hmm. yeah definitely that's definitely possible two-man team because i'm pretty Mm -hmm. good at thievery too actually Mm -hmm. i am a rogue now also by the way (laughs) don't forget are you are you yeah here just to make you feel a little better do you want to see the picture for this chapter yes there, that's the picture for the chapter. Oh, nice. That's very high society. Oh, wow, yeah. What's he doing with the key? Yeah, something... yeah, he's lifting the key. <laughs> it's the wizard literally like, la, 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 let me borrow that key for you. Oh, yeah, that's the iconic wizard and the iconic paladin. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and they're all dressed up into the nines. She's smoothing them up. I know, and... is that funny? That's wow, hilarious. If we knew it was that easy. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is. And a wizard kind of. dressed with... Press with uh, what was that mage hand? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah simple little mage hand. <laughs> That's all wow. we needed. Yeah. You're like, no one, oh. no one saw that. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, it's attached to a chain too. What you don't, what you don't see is the guards just out of frame. No, the guards just out of frame, about to beat the crap out of them all. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a guy in, in the background, well, checking something out. So, though, do you know what the name of this chapter is? Casino Royale. The house always wins. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's what it's called. Oh, boy. You guys are up going against the house. Oh, they do almost always win. That's true. Mm. Unless you have a system. Oh, well, good thing you don't have one that works. Yeah, we have. Well, we, have a, we, have, we think we have a system. Well, we you guys a... might have a system. I don't know if it's going to work, but you have a system. So we yep. will find out if the system works. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. 
You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.